Yeah. I'm cozy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm like really cozy right now. And it's actually cold outside. So I'm like not like fraudulent California cozy where you force it. Right. We're like, we're wearing like beanies and stuff because we have to. Yeah. Right. This morning we walked and got coffee and I put on like just like a normal like fluffy fleece. I've had it for years. Got it from Target. That used to be like my warm jacket in LA. Like I would wear that on like the coldest nights to the movies. And it's not cutting it. It was not cold or it was not warm enough. I did not cut it at all. Like it's, it's time to start wearing actual layers because you have to not because it's cute right this might sound so obvious to so many people listening but it's not to us it's really like layers were solely fashionable yep and like now i used to go out in just like my oversized crew necks with nothing underneath Mm -hmm. and like that would be my cozy and my warm but now I, i like i need a tight layer and then another layer on top. And I was thinking like, I need to get gloves. Like you're yeah. looking at scarves. No, I need it's scarves crazy. so bad. My neck I'm noticing is like a, it, it gets a lot colder than I thought it the would. One, yeah. I don't know. My fi- my fingers are it. I get like, my fingers get cold. I tend to, I walk like this. Uh, I always have my hands in my sleeves. Like I feel like if I have long sleeves, my hands are in them. Okay. Like that makes are you on a grande? Hey. But like, I don't do it to be cute. I do it. Like <laughs> I just hermit that way. I don't know why. Also, um, I, f- my TMJ doctor, I follow him on Instagram, <laughs> that was millennial sentence ever. Um, and, uh, he said people with TMJ, uh, um, wear scarves cause it like affects. I'd imagine it's like jaw, like when my foot was fucked up yeah. in the cold weather, it would hurt more. My I imagine it's like that same effect. Yeah. Just yeah. like your, your joints are cold. Yeah. Your muscles are cold. So they're tight. Yeah. That makes sense. I've noticed that though. Like my well say my jaw's been tight but I also got a new night guard and I think that could be why my jaw feels like kind of weird right now getting used to it there's a learning curve yeah like it uh, like it feels it feels loose maybe this oh. is what it's supposed to feel like uh, actually loose. Oh. yeah my jaw clicks that's okay he told me clicking is good oh, okay he he said like good good for him to know that it's not bad. Okay. No, you don't want your jaw to click, but it, when he notices a jaw clicks, it means that that ligament is going over the wherever it needs to go. Like he, he made it seem like it's a good sign for him. Okay. So, so should I get checked out? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Unless it's like every time you chew, is it every time you chew? No. Then I think every once in a while. But if, if your jaw is clicking every time you chew, I would definitely get checked out. Yeah. I'm drinking this. Um, It's called... Brew Doctor Kombucha Clear Mind. It's rosemary, mint, sage, and green tea. And I like this. And I was never able to put my finger on because sometimes I don't like mint and sometimes I do. Yeah. I was never able to put my finger on like what I don't like about mint, but it's the fresh leaf mint. Like when there's drinks with fresh you like leaf, that. I don't. Oh, oh. Yeah. So like cocktails with fresh mint in them it, i don't like it huh yeah like the herby it's, it's the fresh mint so you like like peppermint oil or, or extract yeah or things like that yeah and like peppermint tea i could do okay um this i could do it's the fresh leaf for some reason interesting yeah oh, i love that shit it's good for your dummy who says that yeah it's it's literally just when it's the actual leaf and it makes that's when it feels like toothpaste <sighs> i don't know i still can't put my finger on it it's just like I've only realized it's when the leaf is in there. I had a cocktail with a fresh leaf in it the other night and it I didn't like it. <coughs> so last Friday, Wakanda Forever came out. We talked about it with you guys, our plans to go see this movie. Um, if you didn't hear, 
our plans to see this movie were with these two guys we actually met on Halloween in a bodega. <laughs> Very random. Um, we got their numbers and we ended up actually seeing the movie with them. That was the second time we had ever seen them. Yep. We went and got Korean barbecue before. Oh my God. It's this place called Gumbe. Oh my God. It's so good. The best. Oh my God. The meat was out of this world. It was amazing. It was, it was a really cool experience. We went and it seemed like it was their favorite spot. And like he ordered everything for us. His friend was a waiter there, or maybe like he had made fr- made friends with the waiter there because right. they're such regulars. Um, that he brought us over sake bombs. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, not only like going out with people who are part of the city and like have been a part of the city for their whole lives, but like to experience it with them. Does yeah. that make sense? Hundred percent. It was cool. It was it was cool to see them not in costume, mm-hmm. and we realized heading over there, I was in a Spider Man mask when we met them. And I was like, oh my God, they, they like technically don't know what I look like. It was yeah. a big mask, covered a lot of my face. And when we, we walked in, sat down. He was like, uh, one of them was like, oh, so that's what you look like. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I realized I could have looked like anything. He's like, yeah, this is, this is a shot in the dark. I'm surprised <laughs> I recognized you. That's funny. I was yeah. scared we weren't going to recognize no, them. No, I know. And in. I kind of saw, so their names are Chris and Alex, which is crazy. That's crazy. And they've been best friends since they were 12, no, eight. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. So 13. Yeah. yeah. 12 or 13. Um. I, I think like I thought I saw him, but I didn't want to go up to him and like randomly hey. not know. Right. I'm like, what if it wasn't? Because he was wearing a beanie when we saw him. Yes. And he was, so like, we obviously didn't know what his hair we were, was like. We were hammered. Yeah, we were hammered on top of it. Right. So he was sitting there and he he didn't have a hat on and he was bald. And I was like, I can't remember if he like had hair poking out from the beanie. Yeah. So we were like standing there. And then thankfully, one of the guys, Alex, he comes down the stairs and he spots us. So right. it was like, and he was like, we're right here. And it turned out to be him. Yeah. But Thank God, that would have been really awkward. I would yeah. have felt so bad being like, where are you? And it was like a small restaurant. So it's not like we'd be like, oh, I'm in the back. Like, right. we're all in the same place. <laughs> we're in the same four walls. It was fun though. Um, it was nice that it was no pressure. It wasn't like. It wasn't a date. A double date. Like, yeah. Like we were just meeting Friends. literal people in the city and we went and saw Wakanda Forever right after. Let's talk about the movie. We won't do any spoilers. Overall, I rate it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I was at a 7. It was <coughs> just, it was so long. And the buildup was just dragged out for far too long to, for me. But I would say those are the only negatives though. Right. Other than that, I think the story was really good. Mm-hmm. I think they approached everything with so much grace. Like, uh, I don't want to say anything, but just, I mean, go see it. But like... How they handled um, Chadwick. Yeah, Chadwick's loss um, was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was very honorable. And I knew it would be. They'd be crazy to not do that right. Right. I think that was was a given. I mean, they killed it. And the story, it progressed, but I, I also, like, I don't think we'll get another movie, another Black Panther movie for a minute. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was more set up for an Avengers. It yeah, it more set up the story to like build. Alex made a good point. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but they really set up the story so that it could live for like another twenty oh, years if they wanted right. it to. Right, 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 yeah. Right. Um, it was more of like a foundation movie. Yeah, than anything. And the closure of the first one and everything. Right. Go see it though. It's, it was still very. It's good. It's really good. It's a Marvel movie, so you're gonna love it. Right. Like I say, seven point five. That's still amazing. Like the second I see that on IMDb, I go see whatever that movie is. So it's good. What else have we been watching? Oh, we started and ended (laughs) season one of White Lotus. I love it. 
It was good. It's shot beautifully. Oh, yeah. oh my God. The camera work and the coloring. It's it is a beautiful show. I will say it dragged out for far too long. It was one of those shows where it shows you the end scene at the very beginning of the season. So you're kind of like, okay, how are we going to get to that point? Right. And not a lot happened. The first, I mean, there are only six episodes in the season. They're pretty long episodes, but not a lot happened in the first five episodes for me. I kind of had to force myself to like get through it. I fully disagree. Surprisingly, I, I like shows set up like that. I was telling Alex, like it tickles a part of my brain knowing that last scene in the beginning and thinking about how we're going to get there. It makes me watch shows like that and like play along and I get to be like "Ooh, is that gonna happen and then and then they debunk that I'm like okay what's my next hypothesis like I I like to get involved that way I will agree with the pace but I think that pace for me built this like eerie the music made it so eerie the music was the music was beautiful so I appreciated that in that sense but yeah if you're looking for like fast-paced action or anything it's definitely not that type of show not even action um more so like it felt like one lane like development yeah I get that more like I don't know like I guess how in the dark there's a lot of little Easter eggs right. for different storylines. And I yeah. guess that's more so like what I was looking for. You're right. But maybe because, and I feel like this isn't a spoiler because you could see this on the synopsis. Season two has nothing to do with season one. So maybe they don't have to like build much. Right. It could be that. Cause like in the dark, they have to build four seasons. So many seasons. Also a great show if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, That could be why, but. I fell asleep. So we, we started the first or the first episode of season two. It looks like they only have two episodes out right now and I missed it. We'll rewatch it. Okay. I kind of like dozed off a little bit too. Okay, cool. It's good though. It's set in Italy and there's, I could see a lot of parallels of season one in it so far, but it's different. Okay. But it's good. It'll be good. It'll be good. I, I feel like already it's a little more, I don't want to say the word fucked up, but for lack of a better word, a little more fucked up because they know their viewers have already been like seasoned in season one. Okay. So there's already like something already had happened that I saw and that was just episode one. So I I think maybe, maybe you'll like it a little bit more. Okay. We kind of talked about it last episode. We had a big week this week. We both went on dates, which as you can tell by the title, we'll be getting into um, a little bit later, but we also went and met up with a friend who was out here this past week for his birthday him and his wife they actually have the same birthday which is really fucking cool um so they were out here and we hadn't seen him in probably like i think it was like 10 years but he said he ran into us one night at like but i remember that now i think i, I think it's been that. like five five years yeah but still it's still we so we met him when we were like 17 18 he's one of the best people he's going to be in our life forever and it felt like even though we hadn't seen him in years it we were all back to normal Mm -hmm. it was great completely um we took him to this spot called garfunkel which is like our favorite little cocktail bar out here don't tell anybody about it i don't want it to like blow up or anything should we bleep out the name of it (laughs) just don't we're just gonna trust you guys yeah you can go if you're hearing this right now but don't tell anybody don't tell anyone yeah that was fun it was cool it was nice to catch up with someone who when we hung out the most we were all in such a different time of our lives yep and now we're seeing him again he's married, married. we're living in new york and we're all we're 10 all like years adults. older like yep. we're all so much older mm-hmm. and it in the beginning like the catching up part was like i don't want to call it surface level because it wasn't fully surface level but like we were catching up. We're, yeah. It was. It had to be a little bit, you know, bullet pointy. But then drinks got flowing a little bit, and then once our all of our humor started coming back out again, that's when I was like, "It's like time didn't pass." Yep. I will always remember. We were driving in your mom's white BMW, and 
I think you and I hadn't seen each other for like, I think when you're younger, this is so long. I think it was like three weeks or something, mm. which was a lot for us. Like, yeah. We, was we, it like during the summer? Maybe it was something like that. But I remember we like hung out for the first time in a little minute and your mom said, you, you know, someone is your best friend when you haven't seen them for a long time and you see them again and it feels like time hasn't passed. And that is like, I, I see her like looking back at us. I was sitting on the right. You were sitting behind her on the left. Like it's engraved in my head. Oh my God. I wish I remembered this. It's so true. It is so true. It's so true. And oh my God. Yeah. It's like time never passes. I have a lot of memories in that car. Really? I, the only one I remember, remember, you could tell it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, my mom is just an adult with children. Yes. We were, she, I think she picked us up from school and we were being rowdy as hell. We were really annoying. We guys. were so <laughs> annoying. And you could tell we were getting on our fucking nerves, but not in a way where like kids get on their mom's nerves. It's almost like we, we knew what we were doing. We knew what we were doing. And it was almost like friends were getting on her nerves. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and she turned down the music and she was like, Okay, guys, everyone stop talking. Let's just reflect for a minute. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, that term, let's reflect, is yeah. now like coined in my head as I hear it in her voice. And now I get Chill. it. Yeah. Now yes. I get let's it. Just reflect. I'm like, hold on. And we both like that phrase, we both kind of sat back and we were like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, Let's reflect on what? what do we do now? Right. And we were silent. It worked. We yes. sat there and we like kind of looked at each other and we we're like, okay. I guess she's right. We should just reflect right now. <laughs> we both just like look out the window. <laughs> I remember that in that car. And then I also remember when we got rear-ended. We were, um, it was like one of the first Benicia exits after the bridge. Oh my God. I remember that. Yep. And, and I, my mom was like really nervous. Yeah. No, she, I, I think cause I'm pretty sure you were in the front seat. I was in the back alone. Oh, I remember she was like, Oh my God, are you okay? I was like, I'm totally fine. Okay. She was pretty shaken And it up. was, was it like coming off the freeway? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, it, it shook us. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, Oh, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. I do remember that. And then also in that car, I remember we were at quick stop off Morello mm. and we got what you call it candy bars she was like these are my favorite candy candy bars growing up you guys will really like them and they're so good what you call it so if you haven't had one check it out i will say i thoroughly enjoyed it but i don't think i've had one since <laughs> i don't like know where you can find them I, every, I see them all the time oh you do yeah and then i always like next time you I see one it. grab one because yeah. i haven't seen them they're like i think they don't they have like a wafer and like a pretzel I don't know. I don't remember. I remember I them being remember. like so They're good. They're big though. though. They're long. They're, yeah. Like skinny and long. Yeah. I don't know. Imagine that little moment for her. Like, oh, I'm going to show my daughter and her friend my favorite candy bar. Yeah. Like it's little moments like that that make me kind of excited for parenthood. Like oh showing my, my kids so things excited. that I like. Yep. That's so cute. Um, The other day it was fun. Uh, so we did a Patreon episode last Friday where we tasted like funny, funny and weird food. Disgusting food combinations for you guys and my mom called me right after she watched it and she was like I have a video of me she her and my dad sent me a video of them like cheersing and taking a shot for our very first episode of advice mm. and they took the shot my mate my mom made like a disgusting face and she was like you made the same exact face that I make when I don't like food Whoa. so she sent it to me and we we look identical yeah. in the video a lot um, of your facial things are your mom right it's just like cool to see like for her to like Yes. Remember that one face. Yeah. Like that looks like me. Yep. It's so it's it sounds so funny to be so like amazed by it because like we quite literally are half of them. 
but like but like whoa like we're photocopied yeah like we are we are not original and like mannerisms <laughs> and stuff one thing that yeah, we, like how does that come through to dna and shit i don't know i guess just growing up watching them though like that's how you pick up on mannerisms even you and i do each other's mannerisms because we're around each other all the time right but we um, we were watching the Kardashians this past week and a friend of ours looks a lot like Travis Barker and like oh. their mannerisms so weird. are so weird. And we are saying like they are two representations of like the same particles of the universe. Yep. And they're cut, for the, the, like the phrase cut from the same cloth, like people who don't even know each other who have the same mannerisms cut from the same cloth. Like yes. my mom and Connie Britton. Is that the girl yes. I said? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. It's uncanny. Yep. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. Like how do you have mannerisms of, of the same, of people. Someone you've never met. You've never met. Never even been in the same room with. And like there, you guys, I hope you guys know what we're talking about, but like when you find mannerisms and people that you, that don't know each other, how, how is that possible? And, and the way we pick up on it exact. too. Exact. Yeah. And you know, right away. Whoa. That reminded me of Alex. Yep. Like it's, that's so crazy. It happens a lot. Yeah. I'll have like random waiters that will or uh we met somebody mind you it was a guy at CardCon that he worked for bicycle and he rem he did a mannerism that reminded me of my sister right yes no and, and it was we both it's crazy we didn't say it in the moment to we each didn't other say it in the moment but i think it was like when we, we were in new york when i said it like we got home yep. and you I were like, like wait didn't he remind you of monica and i was like that one move that he made when yes. he looked up yep. yes it's, it's so the tiniest weird. little things explain that it's cool it makes us feel like a collective yeah it makes us feel like we're all related which if we want to get technical we probably are but i mean uh, we are yeah and i guess there's only so many like mannerisms face muscles could do too like yeah like, arguably that's true i don't know it's crazy all right what are you wearing i am wearing this is like a little sweater dress thing from urban it's really cute and really comfy. It's just awfully short. Oh. I don't think like maybe if I wear it out with tights, I can get away with it. Right. It'd be cute with like boots, but are your jinks out. Che like cheeks her cheeked up. She yeah, I'm cheeking, but it's really comfy and cute. And I don't think I'm going to return it. I was debating on returning it, but cause I haven't worn it yet, uh. but it's cute for like around the house and stuff. Yeah. Especially when it gets all cool. Um, and I could, this is like functional buttons and I can button it all the way up and it could be a turtleneck sweater dress. Oh, cool. Like all slouchy. Yeah. That's dope. You should um, keep that. Yeah. I'll keep it. Oh, and then I'm also wearing, these are socks from Brandy Melville and they're OG socks and you will never, ever find them at Brandy. What do you mean by OG? Just in case people don't know your past. Oh, um, <laughs> my past. <laughs> uh, I worked for Brandy Melville in 2012. I started working for Brandy Melville in 2012 and it was when they first moved over here and um, they had like a tiny little shop in Walnut Creek where we're from and I walked in and I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? My mom's making me get a job. Um, <laughs> and they were like, "Uh, yeah, actually. And I got the job Can and I we, worked there. The process though? Can what? we put them on blast a little bit? Oh. I mean, they're, they're already so fucking canceled. Yeah, but. so it wasn't, it wasn't, as bad back then it was more so like that the next couple of years where like it really started to be like apparent that they hire solely on looks yep they literally like in my interview she puts that in quotes <laughs> i put it in quotes because they didn't ask me like much about obviously i didn't have a job before they took a picture of me and sent it to their boss and it was literally just like a yes or no question yeah 
and like they fully based off looks. And then we had to take another picture. Remember we did it in Kelly's backyard and yeah. I took it for you and you had to submit that. Yeah. I had to take like lifestyle photos of me yes. and they had to be, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and they had to be like cute, like pictures you'd see on Instagram. Yeah. And we had to send those in too. It's like, I get wanting to have a brand story and have employees look a type of way to an extent though. Cause like a brand like Brandy Melville, we all know what you're doing. Right. We see the trend here. And it's, yeah. For a company to be one size fits all. Right. It's one thing like, oh, everybody wear blue. That's our brand color. Like that's sure. Ugh. Yeah. They're, they're ruthless. And even I worked for them for probably the next four years, I think. And I had made my way up to manager and even being a manager and still hiring. We were literally like I was in a group chat with me, a couple other store managers and the two owners and we would just like walk around and like take pictures of everyone all day. And like, if they thought they were cute, we would literally go up and be like, do you want, a job? want a job? <laughs> Crazy. That's what was I noticed job. now though, they're the standards that were there for like when I worked there have changed. Like they have sizes now a hmm. little, like well, some things, they do, have, yeah. some things have sizes like a pants and stuff and jeans. Right. Um, and it looks like it seems like they're um, a little more inclusive with who they hire. Thankfully, sure hope, sure hope. Yeah, but yeah, back then um, things were way better quality too. Oh my god, like Brandy Melville. So yeah, specifically. that's what we were getting at. Um, like I said, OG socks because their quality was insane. It was so good. It was, so good. It was like it should have been a Nordstrom good. Yeah, like it was really good. Yep, quality was good. Everything was like the styles were different and not. Like I still have some tank tops and shirts from them that mm -hmm. I'll never get rid of. And they, they get better with time. Yes. They really use they like quality age. textiles. Yep. Now I don't, I don't think they do. No. So yeah, that's what you're wearing. What's your song today? <laughs> Sorry, that was so long winded. <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like that was necessary. Um, Last night we were super freaking bored and I looked at Kristen oh, yeah. and I was like, hey, you want to go on Omegle? So, <laughs> so we went on Omegle for about four hours, guys. Yeah. And we everyone that we like matched with we asked them what their favorite song was and we collected like a whole bunch of favorite songs from people so mine is talk by baby babadoobie babadoobie it's b-e-a so maybe babadoobie babadoobie yeah i don't know it's good the album's babadoobie who knows but we sound like robots um okay my song of the day this isn't from last night, but I actually found it was a TikTok. It literally had like, I think like a thousand likes at the time. I don't know what it has now, but it was some guy promoting his song, uh, Jamo, or might be Jamo. J-A-M-O period is the artist. And the song title is Girl in all caps. It's really, really good. Um, What am I wearing? I'm wearing a crew neck with the Marvel logo on it that I got made on Etsy before we went and saw Wakanda Forever because I just love a good theme. And honestly, I mean... Can't I'll wear it all the time. Crew neck. It's a black crew neck with marble yeah. on it. And then I'm wearing big long socks from the hundreds. They're really cozy. And my feet are freezing. I'm usually not a sock person, but now I am. Okay, before we get into today's episode, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let's talk about therapy. Like we said, it's starting to get cold. And I will say when it starts getting cold, I do start getting a little scared of seasonal depression. That's why I think it's so important to get ahead of the curve before it gets even darker earlier. 
and start therapy or at least have it in your back pocket as a resource that you know is there when you need it before you need it. BetterHelp, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done in the safety and security and comfort in your own home. It's available worldwide. And what's great about it is if you don't have a specific therapy offered in your area, there's so many different types of therapy that BetterHelp offers. And since it's done in your own home, you have access to all of these different types of therapy. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a professional therapist. But if you decide you don't like them or you don't vibe with them or you're not comfortable, you can very, very easily change them. No extra charge. None of that. And you can hit up your therapist at any time and they'll go back to you in a timely manner, which is great because bad shit doesn't just happen at Thursdays at six. So anytime throughout the week, if you're feeling a certain way and you just want to touch base with your therapist, they'll get back to you in a timely manner. They also offer financial aid, which is amazing. So if you guys want to get started today, visit betterhelp.com slash advice. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for advice listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash advice. Thanks, BetterHelp. Let's talk about dates. Okay. I feel so, like we've, we're a little bit seasoned. A little bit, a little bit. Just a little, like for, a touch. We've learned. We're we, like salt and pepper seasoned right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not dry chicken. No, we're, we have got a little spice. We got a little spice with the extra pepper. We have one experience to tell you guys about. <laughs> That's really it. But we've learned a lot. I've we learned have. a lot. No, me too. Um, We've touched on it. Definitely more on our Patreon episodes because you guys seem to get like more live updates then. But I think we touched a little bit a few weeks ago how Alex and I went on first dates with boys on the same night. Uh, if you didn't listen to the episode, long story short, we, how'd you meet him? Raya. Raya. She met him through Raya. I met this guy in Dubai a few years ago, but we just like stayed following each other on Instagram. And then he lives in New York. He hit me up when I moved here, whatever. We both went on dates the same night and the dates went, went great. Great. The dates were so good. They were so much fun. Dates went great. But I think where shit started to turn left was um, the aftermath of it. So we had, as you guys know, we went to LA and we had traveled a bit and it had been a couple weeks since we, or until we were able to like settle down back in New York and like make plans to hang out with these guys. But all the in between, we both kind of went through the same thing where they were hitting us up a little too much for our comfort. And it was a bit overwhelming with the amount of plans that they both were kind of like expecting us to be a part of after that first date, even though it went really well, mm -hmm. at least my guy was like, it was almost like he expected since it went so well to like see each other consistently afterwards. Yeah. I had felt overwhelmed. I know you were feeling overwhelmed. So it took us a minute to like really even want to go on these second dates, but we felt like we needed to because they, the dates did go well. I had a big talk with my therapist about um, how I would hate it if someone like judged me and didn't want to see me again solely based off of that one interaction. So we landed on deciding to go on these second dates with these guys. I think we should talk about what happened. Yeah. After that first date. Let's get a little bit more into the ick. So I'm not going to call mine the ick. We, we have what you guys will get here. We had, we, we had like similar experiences, but different outcomes. Yes. So that's why I don't think I'll call mine the ick, but so when we went to LA, 
I actually went a week before Alex. So I was gone for about 11 days total and I went fully for a work thing. So I was occupied towards the beginning. Like he texted me a few times and it was fine. It was, it was every day, but it was like catching up or like something lighthearted or, you know, hope everything's going well. But then towards like the middle to the end of the trip, it got into like, please let me see you when you get home. And it was about a lot of like plan making. And it made me just like kind of feel overwhelmed. Like I I like to plan things, but I also really like to go with the flow. And that's something I'm really learning about myself after these dates. It's like, I'd rather it flow naturally and not feel like we're forcing each other to see each other again. Like let, let me finish this trip. When I come home, like I'll hit you up and we'll figure something out. So yeah, I definitely noticed I was like a little overwhelmed on the trip with the text, but I just naturally kind of stopped responding because I was occupied. So a few days later, I get home and he knows I'm home and he's like, I hope your flight went well. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know if we told you guys about this, but we had like such a bad delayed flight. We were in Boston for a few hours. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> just it was a shitty Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, Boston. it was Boston. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I told him that and I was like, I'll, you know, I'll hit you later this week. We'll figure something out. So then the next day he said, see me this week, please. And I, that's when I was like, holy shit, like, give me a sec. Like, let me like chill. I didn't respond right away because that was like my first work day back. And I was like trying to get settled back into life here. And he hit me with a total like call out text, just pretty much saying like, hey, I know you're busy, but you know, I'm getting radio silence here. He pretty much got to like, Hey, Kirsten, if this is something you don't want, let me know. And I, I, then I kind of like felt bad for a sec that it it got to that level of like, I had to give this like yes or no answer of like my destiny with this guy. And I was very honest. I was like, what I just told you guys, like I, I was overwhelmed while traveling. I'm a very go with the flow person. I didn't, you know, I just didn't know when I wanted to make that plan again. It's not that I'm like, I don't want anything to do with you because if that's the case, I would tell you. I really enjoyed our first date. I'm just, you know, I'll I'll hit you up when, like, I want to kick it right. again. Like it, I, it seemed like he needed that interaction or, like, that con- confronting to realize maybe you guys just have, like, different communication styles. For sure. When you're not in person. Right. Which is hard for anybody. It's like, it, hard it's, for anyone. Like, in hindsight, I'm like, texting, it's... It's so hard to know what people are trying to say. Like some people really are just bad textures and it doesn't mean they're trying to ghost you. And that was my case during my travels at least. Yeah. But then I got so exhausted from that that I really didn't start responding because I was like, I don't know how to fucking deal with this anymore. Right. And then it's one thing to like confront someone about it, but like to also make assumptions about someone's character based on how they're responding and texting. It's like this weird gray area where you don't want to be presumptuous, but you also want to like be true to who you are as like, o- like over text and like communicating. Right. You're only making conclusions based off the information you have, which right. is the text and you're like, and based off of your standards of texting. Right. 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 That's which a good point like too. So it's so backwards and hard. Um, I, I had to nip it in the butt though. I was like, good. He, like it, it made me feel so bad. And I was like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, that's not the case. Like, like you're not still fucking with the bad guy exactly and it kind of felt like he was doing like this weird good guy bad guy thing right and he was he said a point he said that i actually really you know respected he was like uh i didn't mean for it to come off like desperate or anything i just wanted you to know i cared and like wanted to see you again and i was like i appreciate that like i i do understand that effort because how like how else are you supposed to know especially over text without 
texting right. a person. Like I, I get that side now. It was just a whole lot of um, learning each other's styles, like Alex said, learning each other's communication styles, which uh, we actually ended up talking about, but we'll, we'll get into that in a sec. Okay. I kind of had a similar situation as far as like traveling and everything. Um, after our, I think it was maybe like three days after our first date, he hit me with, we like weren't talking that much and we kind of had plans to see each other on that following weekend, but he asked to move it and I couldn't do when he wanted to. So like the plans fell through and he hit me with, so are we ever going to do date two, LOL? And I was already like, okay, it didn't work out when we had these plans. Let's just like take it a little bit easy and see when we maybe could see each other again naturally. And like, I don't know, it it was just, it felt overwhelming. I had responded and I said, no, you didn't lose a chance at a second date. Sorry. It's been kind of a crazy week. I have a lot to do before I head to LA this, this next week. And throughout that next conversation, even though I had said, hold on. I have a lot of shit to do. I'm traveling next week. I have a lot to do. Like I was watching link. I had a lot of shit. I need to get ready to for LA and I was going to be out of town. And like, he's still trying to make a plan for when I'm back from LA. So he's like asking me what day I'm back, like talking about making reservations to this restaurant. And I'm like, hold on. I just said I'm busy. Like I just said I'm doing shit. And I didn't respond to any of that. Or I think the conversation just kind of like fell out while I was in LA. He didn't hit me up as much, but the day before, which, and like, I'll get to explain why I am like sure of this. What I'm about to say, he calculates everything. Everything's Ah. very calculated. He hit me up the day before we were supposed to land back in New York. And he was like, Hey, you're home tomorrow. Right. And I was like, yes. Um, I land at like 11 AM, but we have a, uh, a red eye. So I like, I'm going to probably be exhausted. Right. He's like, okay, like, do you want to do something Friday? And I'm like, let me hit you up tomorrow. Like I said, I'm probably going to be still recovering from this trip. And like, thank God I gave myself that cushion because as we just said, like we did have the travel day from hell. We didn't get end up getting back into the city until like one or two. I still had to work that full day. I think we ended up sleeping like a full 24 hours yes. after that flight. I literally like fell on the couch in my airport clothes and passed out. It was just on my face. travel day from hell. <gasps> and on top of it, he's already trying to make a plan for the following night. And I'm like, dude, I'm still exhausted. Sorry. So we didn't end up doing anything. And <laughs> okay. I don't know if this is me just like overlook, like um, overthinking a lot of this, but so he'd asked me to like go to this specific restaurant or like do this plan or like go out in Brooklyn. And then I'd notice the night that like he wanted me to go out with him he'd post on his stories like you didn't tell me this really no yeah so like i noticed it this past weekend too he'd post on his stories hella and trying to like and he's not he doesn't do that it's not it's not like an every night thing it seems like it's only the night where he like wanted me to go out with him and i'm like okay i get it like you went out and had a good time so rubbing it in your face it's childish right and like all of this i um like i said i had a big talk with my therapist about like how and like the same thing you came to like the same conclusion you came to with this is just like how they show they care i had this conversation with my therapist and i was like i have always said i wanted someone who like shows this much interest and like shows they care and like I don't have to question anything but this felt 
it felt like what I had said I wanted, but it felt nothing like what I actually want. Does that make sense? Yep. Like, well, you even said he's calculated. So it, it wasn't like it wasn't it natural. Was the, I don't want to say the kindness from his heart because he's not a monster, but it wasn't that natural urge to show you something. It was like, I'm going to be persistent. Yeah. To like, and it was like, I don't, I get what he you mean. confirmed this on the second date, like through shit he said. He is so calculated and it's for him. It's almost like I'm a trophy. It's almost mm. like I'm a prize and he needed to do certain things in order to get me to go on this sec second date. And it was like, I don't know so much, but you had already been talking about going on this second date with your guy. And after that conversation with my therapist about not um, judging a guy off of just text, because like we said, texting culture is like, it's so hard to read. Yep. The first date went so well. So I need to give this guy a second chance. Mm -hmm. So we set up second dates. It Like after, <laughs> uh, it's like making me cringe. Um, we like conversation kind of dropped for those like next couple weeks after our first plans fell through thankfully and we didn't talk that much so I hit him up and I was like hey are you doing anything Wednesday or Tuesday or something let's go get let's go try that spot that you've been wanting to try um so we ended up making that plan so that same day that Alex texted her guy my guy hit me and was like hey let's set up that second date and I was like I'm so down do you want to do next week we figured out the date and everything and I could I honestly I could already tell right off the bat he was like way more chill even over texting like we said yes but we didn't know what we were doing until the day before Love like that. we didn't fully make the plan we were just like yeah i'm done next week and then a few days before we're like okay yeah i'm down wednesday and then come tuesday we're like what should we do and like we still didn't even fully figure it out until like the day of which I love. Yep. It super natural. So chill. Yes. Yep. Going into this date, I was so much more comfortable. I was so much more relaxed. Mm. There were no like first date jitters, nope. no nerves. And I think, you know, silver lining here, that like relatively confrontational conversation him and I had when he called me out for, um, you know, not wanting this or whatever, it really broke down some walls. And I, Speaking for myself, I think I needed that and which I'll get into in a sec. I think he did too. Like we understood each other more at that point, which was just, I mean, that's nice for anybody, friends, romantic, whatever it is. And I think that's why I wasn't as nervous. Yeah. So we went to dinner and we, we sat down and you know, we, oh, what were we doing before this? Just like warm, small warmed, talk. Up, warmed up the seat, small talk, whatever. All respect. Like he, he just goes, all right, I feel like we just got to talk about it to get out of the way. And I was like, agreed. Like, I love this. And he went right into it. And um, we had a really, really great talk about his intentions behind that. And he didn't want it to seem some type of way. And like, this is just how he has operated because the last person he was with actually went on a work trip it was a similar Whoa. situation went on a work trip and he you know he sat back and was like i'll hit her when she's home and she called him out and was like why weren't you hitting me while i was on my work trip like do you not want this so i literally like i like got like this grin this like nervous grin i was like i feel so bad because the universe literally gave <laughs> you the same situation but totally different outcome yeah we it ended up turning into a conversation where we kind of talked about like his trauma around that situation i was like well, I hope now you know, like, it's not just you and how you need to be for these people. Like, it's it's a combination of right. them, too. And it's not like you're doing something wrong. Just don't feel like you have to do the exact opposite next time. Yeah. And it turned into that kind of conversation. He's like, oh, that's a really good point. And I talked about how and why I'm so go with the flow because the pressures for me of, like, dating and whatnot are still really uncomfortable and kind of always have been. And I like to really be friends with somebody before we go into something, anything 
like anything too crazy and dating is hard for me because it it is romantic off the bat you guys had such a productive conversation yes that was it that was exactly it it was towards the end of it ugh, the way my shoulders dropped ugh. the way the weight on my chest was gone the the amount of comfort and like chillness that date became it, it I was like this is all worth it now yeah it made it so worth it that like that confrontation was amazing and I noticed the way he confronts and whatnot is my style mm. like we both that's what's important for sure we called each other out on things but not in a point your finger make you feel bad way we were just like hey I noticed this and like on the contrary of that this is how I operate and we we're like oh, okay I get that wow like it was really productive Oh, I'm so glad we called it out. Um, mine went polar opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I so I walked in fully knowing like we would have a conversation or hoping that we would have a conversation about like our expectations and our standards and like why the communication wasn't lining up, hoping that we would get out of it what you and your date got out of it. Sure. When I showed up, literally like one Punch of the, the face. <laughs> one of the first comments. I forget like the context and how he said it, but it was, he was like, oh, I think when he was, <laughs> no, sorry, you I guys, know. this is going to be really hard. I know, I feel it. Um, I was, I had got there first and they were still setting up our table. So I was just in the like main area by the host stand and I was on my phone and he walked in and he was like, oh, so you do use your phone. Oh, <laughs> no way. <sighs> Immediately. I felt like I was on the defense. Immediately, I felt like I was on the defense. That's not right. No. And so what's crazy and like what sucks is all the other bits in between are so great. Like our, mm -hmm. we sat down, he took us to this really nice restaurant who his, one of his best friends is the head chef for. Hot. No, so hot. <laughs> and like the fat, like that was a move. Like if, yeah. everything, it, like if everything else like went smoothly and like he was a little bit more chill about everything that happened and I'll get into the conversation that we had. But if everything else played out, like him taking me to his best friend's restaurant, really nice restaurant in New York. Um, He's the head chef. He had like plates sent out to us that weren't on the menu like he gave us like a special it was a really special date and it was really nice but the whole time especially after that first comment I felt like I was on the defense and we sat down and we were having these like we having good conversation and he would like sneak in little jokes about me not like hitting him back and the fact that the fact that like we're on this second date, but it's like three weeks after our first date and it's been so long since we talked. And like those little comments really made me shut down. Yeah. And like I said, I was on the defense. So I already, I didn't feel like any conversation could be productive. And like everything that he would bring up about that, he did it in a joking style. Passive. Passive. And I, it almost made me feel like I had to like stoop down to that level to like communicate on the same page. Like I Hell couldn't no. have a productive conversation and say how I felt without him like making a joke about it. <laughs> there was one point where I like my back was against a wall and I f not literally. My, oh, like, I thought you meant literally like you were sitting at a booth. Like. No, 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 no. It, the jokes were so consistent were and cornered. like he, yeah, I was cornered. And finally I was like, look, I, especially with work right now, I'm super busy during this time of year. I've been busy with the podcast and I've been really overwhelmed like just with life right now and any free time I get I do want to spend alone and it's not something that I'm 
necessarily proud of. Like I'm working on my self-isolation, but right now, like my priority when I have free time is not to make plans like with social settings. And he was like, okay, I get that. I see that. And he was like, he even said like, I like that about you. I like that you're not out and doing things and you're not predictable with like when we hang out. And I was like, okay, like kind of weird to like point that out. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you sure you like that? Because it doesn't seem like it. Well, and for me to get vulnerable and tell him that it's not something I like about myself and it's it's something that I'm working on and for him to be like oh yeah that's dope I'm like are you you even listening to me yep um so after I had said all that literally like within the same breath he was like so when are we gonna see each other again what like and this is how I know he's so fucking calculated. He was like, I kind of, I kind of feel like I've figured out how to play this so that, so that I don't have to wait as long to see you for the third time. And I was like, what? And he was like, uh, you ended up hitting me up because I hadn't talked to you these past couple weeks. What? Oh, what? Why, why does it? Like, why do you? First of all, like to, if it's calculated like that, it shouldn't even be a thing. Like, what do you mean? Exactly. And like Ugh. for you to boldly say that out loud was so like, are you not getting it? Are you like, no, you he's not, not. Are you're not. You're no. not getting it. And you're not understanding. You're not listening to my words. No. I literally just told you, like, I'm overwhelmed by the time, by the amount of times you hit me up and by how you're even asking right now. Like, can we get through our date? Like, can we just have a normal chill time? And like, if we want to see each other later, we'll figure that out later. Right. Like this date isn't to figure out our next date. This date is actually to get to know each other. Right. And he wasn't getting that. He was just like, I'm with a girl. Yes. The goal of this date was to figure out when we would see each other again. And I I was just like, I was over it. And (laughs) I was trying to like steer away from that conversation in general we were talking a little bit about okay so I had a a psychic reading this past week and I had told him that I had one planned and I asked if he believes in psychics and like what he Uh. thinks about the afterlife and he was like uh I don't have like a specific feeling towards it um he was like I like to just like live in the moment. I don't, I don't know what happens after life. And like, I just live day to day. And I'm like, I literally sat there and was like, except for when it comes to figuring out when you're going to see me next. I'm so glad he said that though. And he was like, uh, okay, I stepped right into that one. And like for you to see that. Yeah. Like it just, it's not it. It's it's not not it. it. It's not it. And he, it just didn't go how I, how I wanted it to go. Because like I said, the date went well. We have really good banter. Like he seems like a great guy. It just, we didn't get anywhere. And I didn't, after that second date, I don't think that's going to change. We ended up going after dinner. We ended up like walking around and we went to this like bar next door, had a drink. It was cool, but I did get a little bit of an ick because he didn't know how to shuffle a deck of cards. Oh, he didn't. No. Did he just like put them on the table and rub them around? <laughs> no, he just like, I, and I tried to make it like a cute moment. Like I don't, no, I tried you. to, te- yeah, but like it, I, it was uh, too far gone. It was too far gone. It was too far gone. Too far gone. Right. Um, so new standard unlocked. You have to be able you to shuffle. To, that's, <laughs> a bare that's a bare minimum. You have to be able to shuffle a deck of cards. Are we five years old? Come on. Use figure your thumbs. Out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Um, so we ended up walking around and, uh, I almost like debated not even wanting to share this because I get so uncomfortable even talking about it. And it's, I don't even know why, but like I'm ashamed and like, I know I shouldn't be. And I know it's not about me, Exactly. but it's just like this weird ick feeling that I get. We were walking around after a date and at every stoplight, he would like pull me closer and kiss me. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like you should preface. Y'all had your we, first kiss yeah. date one. And our first kiss date one was cute. Like we were walking around um, these neighborhoods and we were looking at houses and he like pulled me in really cute and subtle and um, gentle. Yeah. But the second time he like kept pulling me in and like would kiss my cheek and I'm like standing there like, okay, like it doesn't have to be at every, like every time we stop walking, every stoplight. Every hundred feet, literally. Right. <laughs> And there was one point where we were go- we were like kind of in the area where Big Daddy was filmed and we were going to walk by where the re- I think the restaurant or maybe like Big Daddy's apartment, whatever. Um, And I was on my phone looking for the address because I knew we were in the area, but we yeah. needed to find like where it actually was. So I'm on my phone looking at the address and he's like pulling me closer and try- like kissing me. And I'm like literally on, pulling away. Something. Yeah, I'm literally pulling away and I'm like, hold on. And he goes, stop pulling away. And I immediately was like, okay, I'm done. I need to get the fuck out of here. Like I, I'm so uncomfortable. This, uh, it makes me feel so weird and gross. I mean, yeah. And like, it was like an out of control moment for you. I felt out of control. Yeah. And on top of it, like annoying, like you see him on my phone. I'm literally, and I said, I was like, I'm trying to look something up. Like this could be a cool moment where we're like, go and see where Big Daddy was filmed. It doesn't have to be like romantic every moment of the way. I, I get it. Ugh. I don't even like, I hope you guys are, I don't know. Sorry. I don't have the words for it, but it was just, it was too much. You're, yeah. So we walk by, we see it and I'm like, all right, I'm going to hop in a cab. Like I have work tomorrow. I need to get home. So I, b- before that, as we're walking for me to find a cab, he was like, all right, uh, what are you doing Sunday? Let's like, let's see, see each other. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll let you know. Like Sundays are usually like my, especially Sunday. You don't fuck with right. my Sundays. Yeah. I'm on the couch Sundays. Yep. Um, I was like, all right, I'll let you know. So it was, did he kiss you goodbye? Yeah. Ah. And like, I, I felt maybe this is where my shame comes from. I knew I was uncomfortable and I knew it was done. Like, why did I, why was I even okay to kiss him goodbye? And why couldn't I, couldn't I just be like, no, I'm not going to kiss you. Like, why did I give in just for him? Probably because it's fucking awkward and it was easier to just do one more kiss. Right. I I don't think you should beat yours. Like, I don't want you to beat yourself up too much for that. Yeah. I think a lot of people, including myself, would have done the same thing. Yeah. It was just, it was quicker and easier to just get, do it, get in the cab and not have to see him again. That's true. Sadly. 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 And something like a kiss, it's, you know, it's innocent. Like, it's not like you did anything crazy to get out of it. You Right. It wouldn't have been the case if it was anything more than a kiss. You're right. It was a peck. It means nothing. Ugh, it, it makes though. me sick to my stomach you guys yeah. like you know i never have to see him again no and i won't right i i won't but after that i <laughs> i had a big talk with my therapist again about um how the date went and like how i how i felt everything i told you guys i told her and she was like i want you to try because i had mentioned like now i'm faced with the the task of either ghosting or right confronting um or figuring out how like my next moves right because I know he's gonna hit and he has he's hit me up I know he's gonna hit me up to see him again I need to have somewhat of a game plan right yep so she was like I want you to try and actually tell him exactly how you feel and confront him and how you felt on that date and the whole time and like I still feel this I'm like still trying to save his feelings and I'm still trying to like not hurt him and I was kind of like circling around that in our session and she was like, I feel like you're holding something back. And I was like, I don't know how to confront him without, I'm still trying to tiptoe around his feelings. 
And I still feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And that's something aside from this date that I'm working on is tiptoeing around people's feelings. And she was like, I want you to try and lay everything out on the table. So I think if he does ask me to hang out again, I'm going to be straightforward, which is going to be really hard for me. Yeah. I'm going to be straightforward and let him know exactly how he made me feel. And I was like, I don't want him to feel like he's too much. And she was like, but wait, he, he is. He's too much for you though. It's just how you word it. Right. And like, and yeah, we got there. She, it, my goal obviously is not to attack the guy. Like I said, his intentions are questionable, but like he seems like a good guy to his core. There's just a big part of our styles that don't match up. And like, it is about how I phrase it, but I also need to be clear that it is overwhelming and too much for me, Mm -hmm. which I never like, I never understood you could separate the two. Like it's like cause and effect. It's yeah, completely different. Yeah. It's just in my head, it was either you confront someone and you go all in or you don't and nothing gets said. Wow. It's, it is, it's, it's this weird black and white to me that I'm working on a lot. I'm sure there's a deeper thing there for sure. There is. (laughs) Um, But it's, I don't know, I'm nervous and scared, but it's, I'm going to force myself to do it because I think it's necessary. And I think, I think he, for lack of a better word, he like deserves to know. 100%. All of this. Yes. Um, I kind of look at it as like if my guy wouldn't have confronted me the way he did and if we didn't have the conversation we did like regardless of any future with the person there's things in that conversation that I'm taking away as an individual and there's things that he's taking away as an individual like this is why people date you learn things about yourself you learn things that you like and dislike in dating right he's gonna learn his own little things he doesn't want in the next person too like or wants in the next person yeah so it it's there's a silver lining there. Like you're the confrontation isn't jab, 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 especially the way you're going to word it. Right. It's things he's going to learn about himself and yeah. things he's going to learn about how his actions affect people. Because I doubt you're the first person I'm that he's like, having this with. Even in this moment, I'm still sitting here. Like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like if he watches this, like his feelings are going to be hurt. Like why, why do I care so much? I mean, you'll, you'll get, uh, you'll get through that, but it's, I look at it as like, so am I going to not say something to spare and hurt my feelings to spare this person's feelings? Right. Something I've learned. Cause generally speaking, I am a confrontational person. It doesn't ever hurt as bad yeah. as you think in your head. Right. And the way, like I keep saying, the way you're going to do it isn't going to be like, Hey, listen up fucker. Like right. you're a bitch. <laughs> you're not going to be like <laughs> rude. You're going to be like, Hey, I felt this way. I just don't think it's a match. Right. And, and like, I know it's going to be like that. Keeping but it's it just really like, like one-sided almost. Right. You it's know? me. It's, it's me, not you. Well, <laughs> but like true. Like I, yeah. I, I've, I even had this experience with Tanner. Like I had to be like, it's not that you're a bad lover. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not working for what I need right now. Yep. And then boom, like. If they take that deeper, if they take... That's on them. That's on them. Yeah. You're saying it with all honesty, like they should read it the way you're saying it. Uh Uh-huh. And no more, no less. You're right. Even though my date went shit, I kind of still want to date around. I think cuffing seasons are very different here because it's cold. Like we didn't have this like this kind of fall in California where like you do just want to cuddle. You want to be cozy with yes. a significant other and like cuddle up. And like not it is shit. too cold to be outside. It's too cold to be outside <laughs> and it would be real nice to cuddle up with a guy and like watch a movie and yeah. cuffing, se- like, 
cuffing season's real out here. Yep. Um, I get why it's a term now. I get it. Yeah. There's this guy that we met out the one of the first times that we all hang out with this one specific friend group out here. And he's hit me up a few times. And since cuffing, cuffing season is like a thing out here, I'm like considering it. We made out like one time at a club. And <laughs> if this shit happened like in LA where I didn't get into this like very seasonal like want to like be with a guy, I wouldn't have given like him the time Would of day. Have been another guy in LA for sure. But now like I'm comfortable with him. He's a homie. It's fucking winter. Like right. there's... Th- the thing with him though like he also he's really cool but he's one of those people that like don't drop the bit yeah he's just like constantly suave right like just let's have a normal conversation and i i feel like at least what we've talked about like you're kind of you still want to see that side of him yeah and like i i called the one of the last times we hung out with him i was like drop the bit like you want to hang out with me? Like, let's go on a date. A normal ass A normal thing. date. Drop the bit. And he was like, what? You always just like see me in this setting. And he was like pulling me close. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, yes. we're not going to get anywhere if we just go out to clubs this our whole God. fucking, I don't know. Could you imagine? Um, so yeah, cuffing season thing. I definitely like, I'm down to still date. I, my all hopes aren't lost, but. Right. It would have had to go a lot worse, I think, to be like, I'm never dating again. Right. Or not. I don't know. I, I'm curious to hear how you guys feel about this and if you've had any any situations like these two dates and how you kind of navigated them Uh, like we said this is this is a new territory for us we both have obviously been on dates but like these are these were two dates and you know very clearly parallel to each other where it was almost like all the dating um troubles thrown at us at once like once and we were like well we need to figure out how to do this right above all like silver lining here this is what we wanted yeah we said when we move like we made sure to move single the good and the bad already but we were like we're moving single let's date people in new york let's see how it is like this is it this is it (laughs) not i mean it's not it but like right this is what we wanted to do yeah and we're we're gonna keep doing and i at least i hope i I liked it a lot yeah yeah i think i I'm proud of both of us for giving these people second chances for yep. all the reasons you and I already said. And bottom line, we 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 got a podcast episode out of it, and hopefully helped you guys through we're just something out here like this. Gaining experience. No, literally, we're like, let's go on second dates. Worst case, we have a podcast episode. That's like we told you guys before. <laughs> that's always our um our push to do something at all. We're right. like. It's a podcast. We'll talk about it on the podcast. We'll talk about it on the podcast. It's for the podcast. It's for the podcast. Like everyone says, it's for the plot. It's for the podcast. It's for the podcast. <laughs> yes, that's good. It's good. For Patreon, for Friday's episode, I I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Have you been in similar situations like this? How did you handle it? Have you ever been the person that we just described? Oh. And, you know, wanted to show someone you care, but you were scared it might come off a certain way or... Are you someone who's dealt with somebody who can't drop the bit? Mm. Are you someone who has dealt with somebody who is co- like passively confrontational, kind of like Alex's guy? Like, or do you have to, con- or have you had to confront someone and you can give me tips yes. on how to approach it? Yeah, actually, I like that. Let's let's talk about cutting somebody off. Yeah, what's that like? How have you guys done that before? I without ghosting, right? Uh, yeah how do you cut off shit that's like an episode in itself damn yeah near. maybe we'll have one after you go through this yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast for the podcast all right i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i i was excited to do it i 
I like we keep saying we learned so much so I, I was just excited to share it with you guys and hopefully mm-hmm. help you guys through anything you've been through this is we're gonna look back on this episode when we're older and be like oh, silly girls silly girls just dating in their 20s <laughs> like look at them this this is what this life's is about nothing this is just scratching the this surface this is fucking nothing could have gone way worse could have been murdered okay Lastly, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars and leave a review if you want. Be honest too. Love to read the reviews and it helps us out a lot. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and turn on our notifications. And leave comments. Leave a comment. Let's talk. Let's talk. Even if you're not on our Patreon, we love to talk to you guys in the comments and we appreciate your interaction. And that's that. Happy Monday. I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you at Trones on Friday, but we'll talk to the rest of you guys next Monday. Love you. Bye. Bye.